we'll start episode nine of Miles from Reality with the fact that my my wife is doing her nails right now on top of a laptop computer. Honey, what are you thinking? Like, why would you do this right over the top of a, of a computer that we like? We can't afford to replace it. I mean, and you are quite possibly, Oops. honey. What? Uh-uh. Huh? What? What? Okay. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, by the way, is is our son, Liam. It's um, currently 8.37 local time here in Alpharetta, Georgia, where we're doing episode nine of Miles from Reality. Oops. And um, we've, we've put the kids to bed um, a good solid half an hour ago. Liam, who's three, is still screaming at the top of his lungs. And he wants me to come snuggle with him. Snuggle me! So anyway, honey, this what? is this is a podcast. You got to talk into the microphone. I know. Okay. Sorry, All I was right. painting my nails. Right, man, you're like the worst co-host I've ever worked. No, I'm what? kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> the other things you're doing while you're on the air mm. and stuff like that. It's anyway. not really on the air though. It's pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much for checking out the show. You, we we've got to start this by offering up our thoughts and prayers for everybody that is in um, in the south and southeast Texas uh, area, um, everybody that's in the Houston area. Um, you know, we lived in San Antonio just not too long ago, less than, less than two years ago. Yep. And, uh, and we've been through Houston many times. Um, Zuli, you have a you have an aunt that lives in in Richmond area, and uh, by the way, Richmond was uh, had a mandatory evacuation today. Mm -hmm. um, I have cousins there also, yeah. and friends. Just waiting to see, yeah. you know, to, and to hear for, from them. But man, um, I, I've been watching the Weather Channel all day long today, and the, the the just the flooding and the devastation that's going on right now in in Houston is just it's unfathomable. And one of our very sweet friends uh, who lives in San Antonio, she and her family have uh, a house in Rockport. They're in Rockport, and her neighbor's house was completely much leveled. Just leveled. I mean. It's totally gone, and her house is totally intact. So that's how the hurricanes yeah. work, man. It's it's crazy, but you know we're we're thinking about you guys in Texas. We love you guys so much, and and um and and just praying for you that 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 all is the best. Um, you know, I know it's not going to be the best for everybody, and 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 that's the hard part. Um, I, I actually saw a guy post a picture on Instagram today. He was uh he's in the Houston area. He was. <laughs> He, you know, I appreciate the fact that he tried to make light of it, but he was standing in what looked up like about four feet of water in his living room, in his house. He said, lost my house, lost my truck, lost my Jeep, lost my Harley today. This is worse than my last divorce. <laughs> so I appreciate the, the humor in that. Um, but then he also gave a big shout out to, uh, to the first responders that actually came and rescued him out of his house. Awesome. Um, so, you know... I, again, prayers for everybody over there right now. First it's responders, tough. American Red Cross, the Salvation Army, it's, the Texas Diaper Bank. Yeah, because I mean, you know you, you yeah. start to forget about these these things. Is yeah, is, yeah you, you, we have you friends here diapers. that are you know, um, our friend Thomas is going to be taking up a collection. Yep. on Thursday, so we need to gather some things and send them over there. And yeah, they're they're going to drive right into it, deliver some. It's it's so hard to see what's going on over there right now. I mean, it really is. And and, and again, you know, um, gosh, it, it's it's tough. And if you can help in any way possible, please do, because th there's good people there and, and they need help right now. Um, so one of the things that we wanted to talk about is um, 
those dates in your life that you shouldn't forget. The ones, there are dates that you just don't forget. There are, like, what is the most important date? International Pancake Day. Well, besides that, uh, <laughs> that's a good one, though, by the yeah, way. It's yeah, very good. When is that? And when's that? Is I, that coming up soon? Because we need to make day. sure we jump on that every, every day. day. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, but one of the most important dates uh, that, that you forget. Um, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Okay, that's a big one. Um, <laughs> Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. That's another Christmas. one. Christmas. <laughs> yes. I don't know how you could forget Christmas because it's, you know, it's, it's um, well put in your face. It, like, like it's put in front of you is what I'm trying to say. Not put in your face as if it's a bad thing, but, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's well represented. Oh, man, I should Christmas, say. Yeah, man, it just gets in your face. <laughs> no, but, but what I'm saying is, is it's well represented. You can't turn anywhere without knowing that it's Christmas. Same thing with New Year's Day and, and whatever. Um, birthdays. Oh my yeah, gosh. Don't want to forget a birthday. Could you imagine? Do for, we? Forgetting someone's birthday. Jeff. You, I've never forgotten your birthday. I know you haven't. I'm just teasing you. Okay. I'm just trying to, I don't know, make a funny. <laughs> At 7.18 this evening, <laughs> Zulie and I are driving back from Target. Got the kids in the back. She's doing something on her phone. And then I grabbed her phone and I looked at the date on her phone and realized that today is August 28th. And we both suck. And then I said... And then I tossed her phone back at her, and all I you said was, "You just threw it right into yeah, my lap." You were very, was, you were vicious. Well, you I, were very, you were not nice. And I just said, "We both suck." Mm-hmm. Yesterday, on August twenty seventh, <laughs> Zulie and I did not celebrate eight years of marriage. <laughs> Classic, you know what the worst part is? Is that we talked about it beforehand. Like we talked about it just last week. That this past weekend, that Sunday was our anniversary. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. What were we thinking? Life. Okay. <laughs> we just started a brand new small group through our church, and so that's how we celebrated our anniversary yesterday. So that's that was our celebration. So how about that? Yummy. Yeah. Yum. I can't believe we forgo- we both forgot it though. We both forgot it. So we both suck. I'm glad equally. that you. But did. see, I get points. I get points because I remembered that we forgot. No, I, I truly would have just sailed right through. Right. Like, oh, yep. Right. Okay. Imagine the irony in that I remembered that we forgot. And this is after watching The Notebook. I know. On Saturday. I know. That's the thing, too. I By know. the way, um, the big fight that happened on Saturday, uh, I would love for people to leave in comments, whether they're on Facebook or whatever. I'd love your comments if you watched the fight. Was it anticlimactic or was it everything you hoped it would be? Because, I mean, Floyd Mayweather won the fight. What was it like in the 10th or 12th round or something like that? I don't know. You're asking me. And Conor McGregor, actually, from what I gathered, because uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't pay any attention at all to the fight, but I, I guess he won like the first two or three rounds. Okay. So you got to give it up for Conor McGregor. This is not his arena. He's not a boxer. And he, now granted, he's he's uh, the MMA or, or what do you call it, the UFC fighter guy, you know? So yeah. they, they fight in the cage or in the in the whatever you call that the thing. Cage. Yeah. So um, it shows you how much I know about all this fighting stuff. I apologize. But anyway, so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, when you're considering Floyd Mayweather, who is quite possibly known as one of the greatest boxers ever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Gets that, in, that much I do know. <laughs> gets into the ring. He's 49-0 and 0 before going into this fight. Okay. 
he gets into the ring, okay, against a an amateur, like a guy who's never boxed a professional boxing event in his life. Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, wow, the fact that Conor McGregor was able to hang with him, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. What? You had something? No, I just wanted to tap on the microphone to see if you could hear it. Yep, you can. Sorry. You're so random. <laughs> You're so random. I just, I wanted, I, love it. I just wanted to see. You're so goofy. <laughs> I should turn the sound off on my phone. Obviously. Yeah, you should. Who's texting you? I know. Somebody's texting me right now. I have no idea who this is right now. It is 845. Oh, it's John. It's our oh, buddy okay. John. It's John Nickerson. Okay, cool. Um, so anyway, uh, the whole fight thing, I wonder if it was anticlimactic for people. It's like, I know, and it's funny because I think everybody was was rooting for Conor McGregor. Yeah. Um, and then Floyd Mayweather wins the thing, and so I don't know. But here's the funniest thing. This was the part that I was most captivated by. It had nothing to do with the actual fight itself. It had everything to do with how much money these two guys oh end up walking away with. I what was wanna... I saying? It was something like $300 million. Mayweather, $300 million, and then... Conor McGregor, uh, $100, million. $100 million. Can you imagine that? I mean, I'm sure it's... I mean... It has to These be guys go so now. Granted, okay, I won't take away from the the training and the years of training that they've put into their careers and what they do for a living. But basically, they go in there, they spend you know forty five minutes in a ring beating each other's brains out, and walk away like they just won the lottery. That's pretty awesome. I would enter. I might let somebody beat my brains out for that much money. You know, I remember people used to always talk about you know, hey, if you could step into the ring with Mike Tyson or just one of these these people. Um, at the time, Mike Tyson threw a punch like, you know, nobody's business. But uh, would you let Mike Tyson punch you in the face as hard as he could for a million dollars? Yes. You would? Yes. It's a lot of pain. That's a lot of money. That'd break your face. That would break the bank. Just kidding. In a good way. Yeah, it really would be in a good way. <laughs> but that's crazy, right? I mean, I would go in there with, you know, like doctors and surgeons and You'd, you would here's I might a, spend a million dollars trying to put my face back together <laughs> right <laughs> imagine though that if you spent 10% of your earnings to fix the face that you just ended up with because of the fact that you know <laughs> whatever that's crazy <laughs> maybe I'll do it for 300 million so um so anyway congratulations I guess uh, to Mayweather <laughs> you guess we spent six hours watching um romantic movies on Saturday while everybody else was watching. Um, and, I, and I made a comment to somebody because I was posting on Facebook about all the different movies we were watching and somebody was like, I can't believe your wife's making you do that. And I'm like, well, my wife's not making me do anything. This is actually my choice. Yeah, no Cause, kidding. Because I'm a lover, not a fighter. I don't make anything. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I was the one, that, well, you stopped on it, but I was like, okay, cool. Now let's watch. So we watched over the course of six hours, we watched The Notebook and then we watched, uh, what was after that? The Devil Wears Prada. But no, that was in, in between. Ooh, what was that? Oh, it was that? a pretty woman. Oh yeah. So we watch. So we watch. This is this is our Saturday night while everybody is so hyped about the fight of the millennium, or yep. whatever, and we're watching The Notebook, and then Pretty Woman, pretty and then woman. The Devil Wears Prada. All three movies that collectively you and I have probably seen a hundred times. Probably, and they never get. Old. And the funny thing is, is somebody brought up a good point. And they were like, you know, the movie is the same every time you see it. Why don't you watch something live that you that that you've never seen before? And I literally responded, and I was like, because I like the ending. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. And let it let it be known for the record that you were the one that yeah. we saw the notebook coming on. And you're like, no, 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 no. We're going to sit here and watch this as a family. We did. As a family. And I enjoyed it. But we made the kids, you know, get under the couch for the stuff they shouldn't have been seeing. I know. And the worst part is, is Amelia, she gets behind the couch and she tries to peek through the through the cracks in the couch. It's so crazy. I've... Can we talk about Amelia for a minute? Oh, boy. And get scared all over again? We're not going to get scared because we... Yeah. Relive the... We had a horrific nightmare of a Friday afternoon. Every parent's worst nightmare. This is every parent's worst nightmare. So Friday afternoon, um, 2.30, I'm walking through the neighborhood up to where the bus stop is because Amelia loves more than anything. She loves riding the bus. Okay. And so I'm walking up to the bus stop. I'm standing there with all the other parents and here comes the bus and the doors open and the kids are coming off the bus and this, that, and that. And mind you, Zuli dropped Amelia off at school that morning on Friday. And you and I had actually conversed through the day. Yes, we did. About whether or not we needed to send a note to the school or whether or not they knew that she was supposed to get on the bus. And I on told Friday. you. And you said, yes, of course, unless we tell them otherwise, no, she said, gets on no. the bus. I said, no, that we don't have to. Right. Well, no, that, that's what that's what I'm saying is that you said, unless we tell them otherwise, she gets on the bus. Correct. Right? Okay. So I'm standing there and I got Liam with me and I'm there with all the other parents. And no Amelia. She's nowhere to be found. She did not get off the bus. And I know that some of the other parents, they're looking at me as I have this look on my face of, um, where's, my child? where's my daughter? And people are walking back. And then all of a sudden, here it is. I walked all the way up there. And now I'm walking back to the house without Amelia. And I'm calling Zuli immediately on the phone. And I said, honey, Zuli, I mean, I said, Amelia was not on the bus. She didn't get off the bus. And then, of course, you started freaking out. And then I'm trying to run through the neighborhood now with Liam to come back, get in the car. I'm driving up and down the bus route looking for her. Oh. I was afraid she got off at the wrong stop, whatever it may be. It was not a good day. While I'm no, doing no, no, this, no, you're not, calling the school. It was a fine day. Yeah, but I think uh, it, from the moment you said Amelia's not on the bus, I'm freaking out. Well, not yet. You're I, it freaking was out like, probably more than I am because of the fact that you were 30 miles away at work and exactly. there's nothing there's you nothing can do, can right, do then right, right then and there. Then and there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I call the school and they're like, no, she's not here. And then um, I called the center where she goes for after, after school care and she wasn't there either. Then I called the neighbor and I said, hey, did she get off with you? Did she, you know, which would have been impossible because you were the first one there. So you would have seen, right? Mm -hmm. um, she wasn't there. And then as soon as I hung up the phone with her, I just had this horrible cramping chill of cold sweats and the tingling feeling all down my face. And then it just felt like, you know, out of body experience. And I was stepping out and then all of a sudden I'm turning around and looking at myself and I just lost it. Right there. And you lost it at work in front of all your coworkers. At my cube. Yep. Yeah, I sure did. I sure did. So now it's not just you freaking out. Now the entire office where you work is freaking Little, out. As soon as I hung up the phone the third time, I just I just did this loud whimper. I don't even know what I did. I don't even remember what I did. I yeah. just remember that I thought, yep, this is happening. And I don't Our know Our child is now missing. 
And then I just started saying, my child is missing. My daughter is missing. My daughter is missing. And I'm, yeah, it, it just wasn't good. But you know, my coworkers were fantastic. Mm-hmm. They were crying around my desk. They were like, what can we do? What can we do? Can we get you up there? And I thought, no, it takes me like 45 minutes to get home to an hour. There is nothing I can do but make phone calls and try and track her down. So while I'm sitting here literally driving up and down the road, uh, looking for it. And I felt so uh, like I, uh, like my heart was just like pounding. And all I could think of was if Amelia got off at the wrong bus stop, then she's probably just standing there and crying and poor thing. She doesn't know where to go, what to do, doesn't know who to talk to or anything like that. And then finally the school calls you back. The school calls me back and they're like, we found your daughter. She was on the wrong bus. and she's, Which by the know, way, she was on the right bus. But we didn't know that until you got I know, there. But I know. Yeah, that was the message you know, that we got. And then I, of course, call you and I'm like, get to the school now. So I get there. She's there. Now, this is where I give Amelia amazing kudos. She actually handled it very well. Now I was about to lose my mind, and I know that you were losing your mind, and 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 so we, you know we as the parents were scared to death. But Amelia actually handled it very well, so I'm proud of her on that, right? She's a champ. But she I think champ. I think she what happened well. was is she got a little distracted while she was on the bus and Shocker. didn't get off on her stop. Now here was the weird thing, and this is where don't <laughs> this is where. I got frustrated for a minute and follow me on this just so that you can kind of and, 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 and imagine how you would feel and imagine the thoughts that'd be going through your mind if you heard the the teacher at the school or, or somebody in administration at the school say, well, there's no way she would have gotten off at the wrong stop because she has this, this white tag attached to her backpack. And I'm like, okay, so hold on. So she can't get off at the wrong stop. Hold on. Holy Stand by. moly, I know. really? That's loud. How do you know that was my phone rings and it comes through the computer? Oh my god! I know, that's crazy. That's crazy. So anyway, so back to, she says, there's no possible way the bus driver would not have let her get off at the wrong stop because she's got this little white tag that right. says what stop she gets off on. Hmm? And so, of course, what do you think my response is? Well, if he can't, if he knows not to let her get off at the wrong stop, how does he not know to tell her to get off at the right stop? (laughs) She's five years old. She's in kindergarten. Yeah. So it's it's like I don't want to I'm not trying to blame the bus driver and I'm not trying to blame them. But I'm also not going to I'm also being realistic here. And we're talking about a five-year-old. We're not talking about a 15-year-old right. who just missed their bus stop because they're being careless and they were whatever and blah, 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 and they can walk three blocks back to where their bus stop actually is. Mm-hmm. She's five. And if she had gotten off at the wrong stop, she would have been terrified. Yeah. Having no idea what the surroundings are, right? So again, and, and, and I asked a couple of times, and their response was, I don't know. And that was hard to hear. Yeah. <laughs> what was even harder was for me not to react. Yeah. And I didn't. <laughs> Good for you. And I get points for that. <laughs> no, you do get points for that. Old me would have not been that way. <laughs> Old me would have reacted. But here's the good well, news. Luckily, she was fine. Yeah, she, she was, was fine. Completely okay. 
And I will say this. I mean, you know what? They were very sweet with her and they yes. were very encouraging very with her. Kind. And so I do appreciate that. Um, and uh, um, in the grand scheme of thing, uh, things, I imagine and I have a feeling that on their end, um, they were probably freaking out as much as we were. Yeah. Probably uh, so. I mean. Because if you're involved in the school, if you're a teacher, if you're an administrator, if you're a principal, and all of a sudden you hear that one of the children that is under your care goes missing or goes unaccounted for, then panic sets in, I'm sure, in your world pretty quickly as well. So yeah. I do want to thank the people at the school because I, I know that they, they, they actually handled it very quickly, yeah. very well. So yeah, it's, it's, it was, I appreciate that. But all right, so um, what else do we have to talk about for tonight? Do we have, what else? We have. <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. You know, you would think that because I spent 22 years in radio that I would have something like prepared and written out or anything like that. And I got that, nothing. You got that show prep. Yeah, I got the show prep like sheet. You know, the sheet, the show sheet. You the know, show sheet, the I show sheet. I don't have the show sheet. I got no show sheet for this. Um, <laughs> I have no show sheet either. <laughs> you have no show sheet. I have no show sheet. Okay. <laughs> show sheet. Show sheet. I feel like I need I need some sushi while we're talking about the show sheet. Sushi. Yeah. It just sounds like it all goes together. Are you having a Shiner? I am. I want a Diet Coke. By the way, Shiner, very close to Houston, Texas. Yeah. Thinking about you guys. Have another swig. I will. In honor. In, in, just, a, in just a second. In just a um, second. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, um, I mean... When's the last time we did a podcast? Like last Thursday or Friday? It was I last Friday, it was wasn't Friday. it? Friday. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was last Friday. Not a whole lot has happened since then. I mean, we, uh, gosh, I, man, I'm getting to an age where I just can't remember things. Is that normal? I can't remember what I did the day before. I can't remember what I ate yesterday. I can't remember what I ate six hours ago. I just, I'm, what is wrong with me? Speaking of remembering, you just reminded me of something. And I forgot my wedding anniversary. Like, what? I'm surprised I know my name. Surprised I know your name. I'm glad you do. I'm surprised I know where. I mean, you know what today? You know what I did today? What? I have a confession to make. These are my confessions. Go ahead. Excuse me? Oh, sure. What? Okay. Go okay. ahead. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> are you allowed to say that? Are we going to get fined because you were just humming that? Or no, no, no. We won't, no, we okay, won't get fined. Okay, okay, okay. Good, no, good, good. Because we don't have the money. They, they're just going to have to. <laughs> well, that's hey, the best part. They can sue us for nothing. They're going to have to take these microphones. <laughs> right, yeah. Yep, they're worth about 20 bucks each. Yep. Um, no, so my confession is so we I work in Midtown, Atlanta, and we there's a ton of filming. Georgia or Atlanta has become like a hub for the film industry. And today they're like plastered in the elevators. It's a little, you know, a sign that says filming in the garden on the fifth floor or starting at, you know, from this time to this time. And I thought, oh, okay, cool. You know, and I was already running late. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, because I was so frantic about, oh gosh, I got to get out. I got, I don't want to get stuck, you know, in the building or they're going to be filming and, you know, Lord knows how long that's going to be. And I just gotten off a, you know, a long phone call. And so I'm running and then I get to the parking deck and I'm looking at the numbers in the elevator. It's like, okay, crap, which floor was I on? I cannot remember. And I had to stop at two floors before I found the floor that I was parked on the third time. So 
Well, and your parking garage, your parking garage, by the way, mm-hmm. is is awkward because some of the floors go are up above you, and some of the floors down below you, and you don't know which level you're on to start with. Yeah, I mean, once you start working there, you know. Well, where yeah, you are. but if but you're, if you're like, like a couple times there and that's it, yeah, you, you're like, wait, hold on, do I go up or but down? But you know what they they color code it right. so at least if you can remember like a flash of oh, flash of purple, I'm on this floor, or flash of green, I'm on this floor, which is brilliant. And then they also name the floors after artists uh, because we're, you know, close to the Museum of Art. So, okay. I don't know. It, it was just, <laughs> I get to one floor and I'm doing the, the clicker, the little thing on the car. And it's like, I don't hear it. I don't hear the car. Where, where is it? So I'm running halfway down, have all my bags, looking for the car, turn around, run back, break a sweat, second floor. Okay. It has to be this one. Do the same thing. Don't hear the little honk going beep, 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 beep. Nope, not there. Go back to the elevator. I was like, where did I park? So it had to be this floor. And finally, you know, just being, I'm a lot more frantic. I'm definitely going to be hitting like the high time, high, you know, peak traffic. And finally I, I did find it. So then I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, I do that a lot. But I don't think honestly, honey, and I don't, don't take this the wrong way. What are you? You've about always to been that way. Forgetful. Yeah, and doing stuff like that because, you, like, you try to you try to blame it on age. <gasps> what? You try to you said getting older and I'm forgetful. Oh yeah, right. See, I you, forgot that I said that. <laughs> actually, maybe you didn't. Maybe I just made that up. Did you say that? No, I don't I, know. I think I, I said remember. that. Okay. No, I said, is it my age? I said, is it my age? Let's think about Let's talk real quick about the craziest things that Zulie has ever um, done um, being uh, goofy and forgetful. Oh, boy. What are you about to say? Well. Is this a trip down to memory lane? Or it, trip, just, this is a trip I'm just down gonna, memory lane? I'm just going to bring up the one instance where you forgot that you left the car door. Oh, oh no. You didn't forget that you left the car door open. You forgot that you were parked next to... A pillar. I was pregnant. Inside a garage. I was pregnant. I had pregnant brain. I forgot. You did three thousand dollars worth of damage to the car that we didn't even we hadn't even made the first payment on that car Ah. yet. It was a brand new car. We hadn't even made the first payment yet. And they they had to replace the door, a fender, and everything else because as you're pulling out, you took out half the car. Oh, come on. You're being dramatic. Honey, you took out half the car. You're being dramatic. You couldn't even open and close the driver's door. It cracked a little. It went a little bit, but it wasn't the fender. I mean, what are you talking about? The front fender was what it was cracking on. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. What do you think it's connected to? How do you know? You didn't even see it. I saw the damage. I don't remember. (laughs) Well, you know what? I was busy trying to get our daughter to school and I was pregnant and I was tired and I was hormonal and I was hungry and I was sick and then I was thirsty and then I was not thirsty. I just remember it was a very weird time for me. And I remember when you called, I was nice. Shockingly nice. That... (laughs) shockingly like, nice. Zuli calls me and she's pregnant with Liam at the time and Zuli calls me and she says, honey. I had just gotten over the flu, mind you. You're not going to believe what just happened. And I think you said, are you alone? <laughs> are you sitting? And then you asked me if I was sitting. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm walking through the hall. What happened? And then you told me that you took out the entire left side of the car. 
that we had just that we just bought like four weeks ago. That concrete pillar was not there when I bought the car. (laughs) Now here's the here's the funniest part. The funniest part is is that Zuli put Amelia in on that side of the car. If I'm correct. Right, uh, right behind you. No, I didn't. No. Oh, she was on the other nope, side. She's on the other side. Okay. Yep. So, so in order for you to have not seen the pillar that you took out when you were backing out, <laughs> you would have literally had to have gotten in through the passenger side of the car and crawled over the console of the car. I think I, I did do that. Yeah, I remember. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I did. That. Yeah. You know what? I've seen you go over a median, so don't even go there with me. Please, please don't. And you know what? You dark. got into a fender bender while you were trying to chase down a girl in the middle of a funeral procession. So don't even oh, go there. You you got to bring that one up. Yeah, huh? I do have to bring that okay, one up. Okay, all right. Because okay. You're, you're like, oh, you did the call card. I will admit that I was in a funeral procession with everybody driving slow with the lights on, and it 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 was. It was a motorcade that was that was a little disjointed at times, and then all of a sudden, uh, so we, had, wanna... we had picked up some speed in the motorcade, okay, and I had gotten distracted for a couple of seconds mm-hmm. and plowed right into the car in front of me in the funeral I hope procession. It wasn't the hearse? It was. It was not. <laughs> you. <laughs> it was not. I would have beaten you with my shoe. I totaled both cars in that, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. I just burped a little bit. And I will admit that it was because there was a car passing by with with a very attractive girl in it. I was only 20 at the time. What do you do? I I don't know. Drive, (laughs) mourn, pay attention. Okay. Get to where you need to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Feels good, doesn't it? I think we'll wrap up this uh, episode number nine of Miles from Reality on that note. <laughs> hey, listen, I hope... Can't take the heat. Can't take the heat. Oh. It is a little sweaty in here right now. Can't lie. All right. Um, so anyway, thank you so much for listening to episode number nine of Miles from Reality. Uh, we do hope that you would start to share our uh, podcast if you enjoy it. Um, I would we- like to have it known that yeah. uh, I have successfully painted all of my nails, two coats and a top coat, fast dry, and uh, I'm good to go. Without Sorry. destroying the computer. Without Good destroying job. the computer. Uh, so anyway, get ready. We're going to try to um, start doing these on a more regular basis now. Uh, <laughs> I know that we say that every single time. but we. I got, really wish you'd just stop but, saying that but because no, sometimes it doesn't happen. But no, we've we've done another one in, in a much in record time compared to the last one. So that's pretty cool. And so we'll do another one on... We need to be better prepared. Thursday. When are we going to get a Google phone thing? Oh, so people can actually call into it. Yeah. That would be pretty funny. You have to be nice. That would be pretty cool. You have to be nice. Be nice. I'm always nice. No, I'm talking about people calling. Oh, people calling us. Okay. Yeah. But you know what though? I'm I'm used to that. I remember when people call on the radio show. Online where anybody can call. Like, could your brother in Okinawa call? That'd be cool. Yeah. Shout out Kirk. What's up? What's up, Kirk? They're in London. I think. I think they are. Yeah. Town. So anyway, thank you again for listening to the to the podcast, Miles from Reality. And again, share this with your friends if you like it. And even if you don't like it, share them with them because they might like it and they may tell you that you have no taste. Oh, I'm kidding. Ouch. That was a, oh, that was a joke. Ouch. That was a joke. That was a joke. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, so anyway, um, we do want to end also with the fact that 
if you can help any way possible for the people in Texas and Louisiana, um, then please do so. Find a way to, to whether it's send supplies, whether it's to donate money to Red Cross, whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is. Give blood. Do anything that you can to help those people right now because uh, they need a lot of help right now. We're praying for them. So, all right. Um, have a great night. And until next time, talk to you later. See y'all.